Hey, Michigan, let's talk golf. Here's Mike Sullivan, the most inconsistent golfer ever. In your life have you seen anything like that? And Kyle Bogey, wait, how can a guy with that name host a golf show? We'll never know. Better than most. It's the Metro Detroit Golfers Podcast. Powered by our presenting partner, Hall Financial. Well, welcome in Metro Detroit Golfers Podcast. Great to have you guys tuning in. Really do appreciate it every single week. And of course, thank you to Hall Financial and David Hall for, for being our presenting partner. As you heard Kyle talk about on last week's episode, really just awesome to get down to Florida. I know we've talked about that quite a bit, um, so I'm not going to rehash our entire trip to Jupiter, Florida, but really was awesome to get down there and play a few rounds of golf with David Hall himself, and and he's a great player and, and just some beautiful courses down there in the Jupiter, West Palm, Palm Beach Gardens area, so had a great time, and again, thank you to D. Hall. Encourage everyone to check out www.hallmdg.com. They've been helping a ton of people with refis and, and home buys. So uh, thank you for that. And I do have a great episode for you today. Tom Gillis, our good friend, um, is going to be joining me in, in just a few moments for a discussion. Now, Tom, you guys know, has played on PGA Tour for years. He's a local guy. He's from Lake Orion. And Tom has had such a great career on the tour He's really, you know, one of his highlights of his career was was being in a playoff with Jordan Spieth at the 2015 John Deere Classic, and uh, Tom's had a ton of great finishes. He is such a a pro. He's so connected with, with the golf world, and he's so down to earth too. He really is. Um, you'll hear him talk about you know, local sports and whatnot, and and I'll tell you what, just being with Tom again down in Jupiter, uh, seeing how connected he is with the entire PGA community is unbelievable, and. It, it really just showed me how close and connected all of those guys are. You know, Tom was was a very good player on tour, and, and he knows everyone down there from, heck, Jack Nicholas to Tiger Woods to Justin Thomas to Ricky Fowler, I mean, you name it. So Tom, being a local guy, it, it, it's awesome to see what he's done in his career and how engulfed he is in the golf world, and, and a big congratulations to him. What we're going to get into is how he... Had to go qualify again for his Champions Tour card, and he got it. Full status in, in Q School, and, and Tom will be on the Champions Tour full status here this next upcoming year, and we're wishing him nothing but the best. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. But uh, great player, and it was cool to play around a golf with him. To be honest with you guys, uh, on a personal and and you know not some fun note here, uh, we were on the golf course, and we were playing the Bears Club, and... Just an incredible course, and and that was actually Tom being a local guy from Lake Orion, from Oxford. We were on the course, and Tom had looked at his phone and had a, has a nephew that that goes to school at Oxford High School, and had said, you know, guys, there's a shooting active shooter at at, at Oxford High School right now. It was crazy, and I say this so sincerely. It, it was crazy, and um, you know, I really, besides my own Twitter, haven't really got a chance to to publicly speak about this, and and just. It makes my stomach turn thinking about it, and it is just awful. It, it, it makes me just – I'm not someone who really lives in fear at all, at all. but it, it just really makes me scared for the world right now that we live in in terms of how crazy people are. And I feel so heavily for the entire Oxford community, all those kids at that school. I can't believe – can't even imagine what it would be like Number one, as a student or faculty member there when that was going on. Number two, 
as a parent, which I'm not yet, uh, to, to, to experience what it's like when you get that notification, there's an active shooter at the school that your son or daughter, or even, heck, even in Tom's case, his nephew is in. I can't imagine that feeling. I can't. And, and I don't want to, you know, be doom and gloom here on this podcast, even though it's just something personal and, and, and important to talk about, but I can't imagine what that's like. And, I just really feel for the entire Oxford community, and I, I do want to commend Tom and Megan Morrissey up at Birdie's Indoor Golf for what they did with the charity efforts. You guys saw it on MDG, doing a charity event to raise money for, for the Oxford community in, in regards to the shooting, and Darren McCarty was up there, Craig Monroe was up there. I, I was still down in Florida, otherwise I would have been up there, but I was honored to share it on MDG and, and get some people up there, and I know the event went really well. So thank you again to Tom and Megan and everyone up at Birdies for doing that. And, you know, just just the sports tie-in to this whole tragedy with what Michigan football did, with what the Lions did, with with seeing how people rallied behind it. The Tate Mirror story was incredible. Um, it's really troubling to think about this and, and to think about, what happened. And, and this is right, you know, in the backyard of Boulder Point Golf Club, where we host our outing, who's a great partner of ours and great MDG supporter. There's so many great MDG supporters up in Oxford. So um, I've really been troubled to think about this. It's been troubling to think about this, this Oxford situation. It has been amazing to see all the support on, on the local level, the national level, uh, it really has, and it's something that you just hate to see. And and guys, look, it, it's it's also something that, as much as I hate to say it, you know, sadly nowadays you see these reports come across, and it it, it just seems you're not so. At least in my opinion, I'll speak for myself here. You're not necessarily stunned or surprised to see these notifications anymore about active shooter at a school or a movie theater or wherever. It's not like, oh my God, this is so rare because of how much it's happened. It's insane. really is insane how much this has happened, and and it makes me sick thinking about it. Um, And again, I don't want to turn this podcast into this, but it it was different because this one really had hit home in terms of being local. I'm up in Lake Orion all the time. I grew up in the Clarkston area. You know, it, it really is... It, we, we've seen it so many years in Aurora or Sandy Hook or the Orlando shooting. We, we see it happen around the country, and for it to actually happen locally is tough. And and it really has been unbelievable to follow this story, and, and I just really hope that that Oxford community and those kids at that school can, can get some sense of normalcy, can, can go to school and not be afraid and I hope that for every school, obviously, but especially them with what they had to go through and truly can't imagine. So anything that we can do, MDG can do to help, anything that I can do personally to help, uh, want to do it. And and again, just really hoping for the best with that community. It's such a great community. I, I really am up there a lot in Lake Orion, Oxford area, and and I, I just commend all of the heroic first responders um, the, the, the families of people who had to go through this and it really is just, just a tragedy that you hope never happens again. And I'm so sick of seeing these shootings and, 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 and all this stuff happen. I really am. 
it, it is it, it makes my stomach turn and again anything we can do to help we're here to do it and I just I just hope that somehow this is not I'm not going to make this political I'm not going to make this in any way but but you really hope that that we can just stop seeing these and I, I don't know how how we got here where, where it's so normal nowadays to see these shootings it's absolutely ridiculous and then of course it does turn into a political thing people try and make it a gun issue and it, it it's it's sad you know it, it overall is just sad and and first and foremost I'm just concerned and and thinking about the families and and everyone up there and Again, you, you can better believe that what we continue to do with our support on MDG, whether it's been through birdies with Tom and Megan, certainly a tie-in next year at our outing up in Oxford at at Boulder Point, you can certainly believe we're going to be doing something. So um, thank you guys for, for supporting that, and, and I'm so happy with how people turned out for that event up in Oxford at birdies to support that community. There's one thing, you know, these tragedies are awful and there's no good things that come out of them. And I don't want to make in any way a silver lining because it's terrible that this happened, period. I hate when people try to to make it, try to justify that these tragedies are somehow a good thing. I understand people are trying to find something out of it. Um, that's kind of what I'm getting at here. But, you know, it, it was amazing and I continue to be amazed by the outpouring of support that has flowed in, again, nationally and locally, and including on our level with MDG, the people that went to that event and supported it and and rallied around the Oxford community. The way Michigan football and Michigan State football did with Mel Tucker giving Tate Mira scholarship, an honorary scholarship, with what the Lions have done wearing the patches and getting their first win, it had the support and, and rallying behind Oxford has been unbelievable. So that that has been been awesome to see in such in wake of such a, a terrible event. So, again, just wanted to say that I thought it was fitting to use this as an opportunity to talk about um, the the Oxford tragedy as we're about to have on someone who is from that area, Tom Gillis, like who's from Lake Orion, and uh, is going to be talking some golf now. So so we're going to get to Tom here in a moment. Again, we I can encourage everyone to continue to follow Tom's career. Make sure you follow him on Twitter. Great follow. Make sure that you, you follow him on the PGA Tour Champions app. And, and Tom is such a great guy. Just to, again, for, for as big time as, has, as he's been and, and the elbows he's rubbing every single week uh, down there with, with, with golf royalty, he's so down to earth. He's so normal. He's so funny. Uh, j- just a great guy. So um, with that, I, I, I do, before we get to Tom, do you want to at least mention, uh, DraftKings as we've talked about, you know, the, the various games that, that we've been betting on. And of course, heck, we watched the Michigan game against Iowa with Tom. So, uh, it's Christmas week. DraftKings Sportsbook, official betting partner of the NBA has a gift for you. You bet just $5 on any NBA team, win 150 in free bets. All DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also get on the Christmas spirit with holiday free bet surprise. So everyone gets a free bet up to 50 bucks instantly. DraftKings giving away $10 million in prizes. They're safe, secure. Check it out. Download DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code MDG. Bet five bucks. Any NBA team win 150 in free bets if they're victorious. That's promo code MDG this Christmas week at DraftKings Sportsbook. If you or someone you know does have a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline 800 270 7117 must be 21 plus Michigan only eligibility restrictions apply draftkings.com slash sportsbook for full terms and conditions with that being said Mr. Tom Gillis let's get to him please enjoy my my interview with him we caught up about all things PGA Tour champions 
and uh, even talk some sports. So enjoy it right now with Tom Gillis. Well, we're back here with someone who's not only become a friend, but obviously one of the, the best golfers uh, in the world, really. That'd be Tom Gillis from Lake Orion, who just recently uh, achieved his Champions Tour full status card for this upcoming year. So, Tom, first off, congratulations, and how are you? I'm doing well, thanks. Thanks for having me. <clears throat> of course, it was great to connect with you down in, down in Jupiter a few weeks ago, and obviously, um, you know, we've talked to you a lot over the years, and being from Lake Orion, having played on the PGA tour for so many years and now on the champions tour um, it's, it really has been quite a, quite a journey time and, and quite a ride for you over the years. It really has. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, I look back at when it started in the spring of 1990 and uh, here we are 31 years later, all coming up on 32. It, uh, I look back at all the travels and the different tours and, you know, you can't help but think you're blessed to some extent to be able to live out all those experiences. Yeah, and and, and you have, I mean, so many tour events, so many different tournaments. Um, you know, Tom, just talking about present right now with, with you know, the past few weeks and you've, again, achieved your, your Champions Tour card full status for this upcoming season. What do you, what would you say to our audience right now, just people listening about, frankly, the, the, the differences, the the, I guess, just small things you notice in terms of those differences between the, the Champions Tour and the PGA Tour itself? Well, I think most of all, the players are a little more relaxed than they were when they were on the PGA Tour. It's just, uh, it's kind of an end game. Uh, everybody's still kind of happy to be playing and competing. <clears throat> most guys have made their money, uh, which was on the PGA Tour. So they probably don't have an edge like they did when they were out there. I wouldn't really want to use the word focused, but maybe not as serious. Uh, it's still competitive, but, uh, you know, it's a small group of guys every week. There's only like 78 of us. So, you know, we all know each other pretty well. And uh, you get to know, like, you know, I played all those years on tour. And I really never knew Jim Furyk. He was uh, not that he wasn't friendly or personal. He was just so focused. And now, you know, he's way more approachable and, uh, you know, you can sit and talk with him and you're like, wow, I never knew Jim at this level, you know. So and there's a lot of guys like that. So that that part's the biggest difference. I know it's just a little more uh, oh, chill would be a good word. <laughs> yeah, no, and that, that makes total sense. Now, Tom, obviously you're from Michigan, um, had a chance to watch the the Michigan game, uh, the Big Ten title game against Iowa with you a few weeks ago. I know you're you're a big Michigan fan and and really, Tom, a big a big Detroit sports fan. I see you on Twitter all the time tweeting about our teams. And uh, number one, I'll ask you, certainly been a great and crazy year for Michigan football and, and kind of the same, but a different way. A great uh, not a great, but a crazy year for, for the Lions as well. Talk a little bit about football, specifically Michigan and and, and the Lions from your, your fan side of things. Well, as a Michigan fan, you know, we're, I, we don't really have any blood in the game. I just grew up a fan. My father was a fan. We watched Bo, uh, majority of my close friends and relationships, they all went, they're all Spartans, you know, and, and I'm a Spartan as well. I'm only one day a year. Am I not really a Spartan fan? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, no, I think uh, we needed it and Jim needed it. Coach Harbaugh needed it. It was just, you know, and, and that, so and the rivalry, as far as the Michigan-Ohio State rivalry, you know, that kind of reminds me of the Cooper years when uh, we just kept beating them, and it was kind of like a foregone conclusion. And I think that's kind of what they were feeling at this point. So I, that was really, really big. And then, obviously, to beat Iowa, I'm just happy 
for Coach Harbaugh because I've met him on a personal level. He's been nice to me and my family, and uh, I know he's a good person. So uh, when I see him winning, and I know he's doing it the right way, uh, I, it just it makes me happy more than anything. That just it's a good, solid, clean program, and, and they're getting some success from all that work. And then as far as the Lions go, that's a whole other story, but. <laughs> Uh, you got to be tough to be a Lions fan. That's my theory. I tell my 16-year-old son that all the time. I said, anybody could be a Patriots fan or a Seahawks fan. I said, but you got to really be tough to be a Lions fan because uh, for years, they just haven't got it right. Now, I really like Dan Campbell. I think I, I just think he's a breath of fresh air. I hope they don't run him out of town and just give him his five years and see what he can do. We've, we've, we've done everything else before. I mean, we've tried all these – you know, this guy's got passion and heart and you can see they're playing for him. And they got guys out there that were they're take they're getting guys off the streets right now and they're still winning games. So I like their effort. You know, I've only seen one game, I think maybe two games this year where their their morale got down. So uh, I'll always be a fan. I pull for them. You know, I think I'm just like any Detroit's fan when it's going bad, you get mad at them, but we'll be back in there every Sunday watching them, you know, pulling for them. <laughs> yeah, no, they, there's no doubt about that. And Tom, uh, last one for you. I know that seem, Hey, every time I, I have you on for an interview, I, I like to ask you this question. So I've asked this question to you many times, but I think it's still interesting for our audience who hasn't heard it, but being a professional golfer, you've played all over the world and, you know, having grown up in Michigan, having grown up at Indianwood, uh, yep. how do you describe Michigan golf here, here locally compared to all of, of, you know, the great golf you got to play around the world? Because I mean, obviously Michigan still is a very special place for golf. Oh, I mean, there's just so many, there's so many golf courses up there that I haven't even played yet. You know, I mean, just like I was asking you about, I think it was the one up, uh, what was it, Black? Uh, Black Lake, up, yeah. Yeah, like I've seen some photos of that on social media. I'm like, that place looks phenomenal. Yeah, so there's, there's just so many, and, and, and it's a, it, the state just loves it. People come, people ask me all the time, hey, we're thinking about doing a trip up towards northern Michigan. I go, you you got to go do it. You got to go play Arcadia and all those and Lock and Heat. It, it's just, it's, you'll, you'll, be, you'll love it. So I think there's great passion for Michigan golf. And, uh, you know, we just were hitting our stride. We got a little, you know, with our U.S. Amateur champion, James Pyatt, who, who I'm playing golf with today. Uh, he drew some interest. And now we got Rocket Mortgage back in there. And there's a lot of golf fans there. And, and uh, I'm proud to be from there. Absolutely. Well, Tom, I think that's a great place to, to end and, and really appreciate you coming on. Definitely want to encourage everyone to, of course, follow your, your career on the, on the Champions Tour this season and, and give you a follow on Twitter as well. You're always uh, good for some opinions and some, some funny stuff on Twitter. So, guys, make sure you check out Tom Gillis on Twitter. We'll, we'll drop the, the, the link in the handle below. So, Tom, really appreciate you coming on. Always great to catch up. And, and again, thank you. Happy holidays, Sally. Take care, buddy. Thanks for listening to the Metro Detroit Golfers Podcast. Make sure to hit that subscribe button and keep giving Sully and Bogey a hard time. Powered by our presenting sponsor, Hall Financial, and also Tri-Covery Massage and Flexibility.